Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. You're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, I'm super excited. I'm sitting down with Francis Ray here, guy from Manitoba. The best way to describe the music, and if you've listened to a few of the shows now, you might be catching on. I'm giving up on genres. It's just such a vibe, though. Like, it's just chill. It's good, like, bedroom pop I guess maybe we'll call it but I I love it super stoked to talk about it and as always I like to get the show started I like to let you just tell us a little bit about yourself your journey with music and kind of your little shtick with this project cool sounds good thanks for having me yeah uh hard to put a genre I feel like on on any music anymore um but yeah I'm Francis Ray my my First name is Kieran. Francis Ray is my artist name slash uh, given middle name. Um, and yeah, I'm living here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, I'm a full-time session musician. I play keyboards in like a variety of bands and, and artist projects, like live and in the studio. So I do a lot of touring and a lot of recording for other people's music. And uh, this Francis Ray project is kind of like the public debut of my own songs a little bit so first time i've like released a bunch of stuff that i wrote um and it it feels pretty cool like i produced all the music myself bedroom pop is like fairly literally accurate because i i made the songs in my bedroom like it all pretty much happened on on my laptop and yeah there's this little five song ep called aquarius out now and it's it's uh that's what it is it's indie pop music it's awesome as i said it's a total vibe i'm glad you mentioned too that you said you're a full-time session musician because i'm super excited to talk about some of the other projects you've worked on and played the keys on uh but first let's talk about that debut ep absolutely love it uh tell me a little bit more about making it as a whole and uh kind of the vibe with that Cool. Um, yeah, the project was made kind of over a couple of years. Uh, it's, I wrote, started writing the oldest song on there in 2019. Um, there's a song called Francis Apartments, which I started, I started writing, uh, September of 2019. But then the rest of it kind of wouldn't come together for another year, year and a half. Um, in fairly, like, fairly classic artist fashion, I went through a bit of a breakup and, and that inspired a lot of the material for a lot of the music. Um, and so it would have been like probably six months into the pandemic or so that I kind of started accumulating this, this collection of songs, um, kind of just out of necessity as I guess I was working through some big feelings, you know? Um, and, uh, so at the various, in the various like apartments and, weird little places I was living in over those next couple months, I, I started uh, writing and, and recording this collection. The songs generally started like, I don't know, with a, with a little beat that I had made, or sometimes it started with an acoustic guitar and I would kind of get the lead vocal down and then, and then produce the rest of the track around it. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was a bit of a pandemic project. The, the, uh, sort of the brunt of which took place like spring 
2021 over two or three months, I would say I finished like the, the production of the five tunes. And then over the next year, I kind of got it mixed and mastered and, and finished up. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Francis apartment. Cause of course I do want to talk about that song. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I felt like I can't remember if it was that one at the end. Do you have like actual street sounds or bird sounds in there? Totally. That was like, uh, I forget if I took that voice memo on my phone or if I had, if I had just left the microphone rolling as I was kind of recording, but I had gone like all those, all those sounds are just from the, the bedroom studio that I was like recording it in. And like, you can hear me kind of stomping up and down the stairs up to my studio. And there's like, yeah, there's sounds of maybe sirens and traffic and some birds and, and rain and everything like that. Just the win- window sounds where I was living. Um, there's a lot of that on the record. There's a lot of kind of because everything wasn't engineered too carefully. And also kind of just because I like the atmosphere of like what was what was taking place around me. There's a lot of kind of, uh, I don't know what you would call it, found sounds or nature sounds. It's my environment. Yeah, honestly, I always... I always really like music that has that like atmosphere to it or just like the voice memos at the beginning or the end. I know Mac DeMarco does that one a lot. He's my favorite. Um, and in your song, Still Sleeping, I had to laugh a little bit because <laughs> I love that voice memo at the beginning that just captures the frustration that it is to create anything. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, the voice memo says, like, uh, this is the last take, or basically get pack it in, like, quit music. Yeah, quit music forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I love all that, all, all that type of stuff, too. It's, like, just adds so much uh, character, and I love when I hear it in, in other people's music. Like, I feel like it just uh, rem- reminds you that there's, like, a person on the other end making the thing or whatever. Totally. Uh, will you tell me a little bit more about the song Still Sleeping, kind of the inspo behind that one? And then uh, we'll play Francis Apartment and Still Sleeping after that. Sounds great. Yeah, so Still Sleeping um, is like may- maybe like maybe a, a fairly classic like uh, breakup song. Like there's a lot of kind of nostalgia vibes or there's some it kind of reflects on memories of like being in and out of a relationship and and kind of like the confusion and uh i don't know sometimes like regret or or um something like that kind of as you like realize that a long time relationship has ended and and you're just reflecting on like what it was when you were in it um and it's kind of a funny song cuz there's like two there's kind of like two I feel like it's two different songs put together a little bit because you have the verses which are super down and it's like this super lo-fi like cassette acoustic guitar uh, filtered vocal and it's just like chill, uh, not folk, but like this acoustic pop thing. And then the chorus hits and it's like suddenly 808s and like auto-tune and and like programmed hi-hats and suddenly it's this big pop uh, rock kind of thing. Um, so it's an interesting, interesting song in that way because I feel like it, it uh, just really has those two, two specific feelings. Um, 
that's still sleeping. I don't know. So it's a lot of uh, music that happens really fast. It's like two and a half minutes or something like that. Super radio friendly. I would have to say, I would have to say if there's, cause like I, I do have a diploma in radio broadcasting. And if there's one thing that I really learned, if an artist ever wants to get their song on the radio, it, it can't be over three and a half minutes and songs and songs that are two and a half minutes get played the most because they're like filler songs. Because if you're not about to hit post in the hour and you need to, like uh, Blur's song two was like the most played song on my campus station because like if you need to hit that post, that song is only two minutes. And it was like, boop, there you go. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good to hear because uh, I hit two and a half minutes and I run out of steam. That's enough song for me. I'm never, never writing any more than that. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, let's take a trip down to Francis' apartment and uh, still sleeping as well. And then when we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the CP. I'll meet you at the Francis' apartment. On the corner of Aberdeen and Ten Where I took off your shirt for the first time Where I won't hold you again
okay, this is the last take, or else I'm just gonna quit music. If these past six months were just a dream, and beside me you were still asleep in your floral print underwear would i run my fingers through your hair would i kick the sheets onto the floor when i got restless at like three or four would i tell you that i loved you then would you whisper back I love you more. If I was just dreaming, would I know enough by now to know that I would hate leaving? If we were still sleeping, would I have figured it out that even love can be fleeting? The last five years were all a dream with you forget. to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for tuning into background noise today we're sitting down with francis ray we're listening to a bunch of his songs off his debut ep aquarius which i love the title one as one of those horoscope girls i was like oh yes i love it not an aquarius but I like it. And then I felt as well, I am an alchemist, like just fit really well with that title as well. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about naming the album and then that song in particular? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's a little funny because like I, I, I think that I'm maybe not one of those horoscope girls. Like... <laughs> I actually don't know if I'd know too much like what what it uh, even means to be an Aquarius specifically, but uh, it fe- it feels like a cool title and um, kind of like where where it came from specifically is is just that a lot of the songs, sorry, all of the songs uh, which are about this breakup are kind of about the person that I was with um, for a long time and. And she was born in the month of February, like early February. She's an Aquarius. So 
it was kind of just like a hey, these songs are about you <laughs> i guess um i'm not an aquarius i'm a i'm a leo virgo uh cusp baby i guess so that's my deal but but uh that's where aquarius comes from um also the record came out just before aquarius season ended february 16th was was when uh, i put the songs out i really wanted to get it out uh then just because like seemed like a missed opportunity otherwise honestly no perfect timing if you do have a a zodiac titled record it you gotta put it out in yeah, the it would correct be crazy not to. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be crazy yeah. not to <laughs> yeah um yeah and i guess i'm an alchemist kind of like does does fit that theme a little bit i've never really thought about that before um but that's interesting they they both kind of have that like mis- mystical element to them a little bit i guess um, which is cool. Does that answer your question? I, f- I forget what else I was supposed to Yeah, no, absolutely. And then I just wanted to uh, tell me a little bit more about the song. I am an alchemist kind of writing it, the theme behind it, inspo. Sure. That one uh, might be might be one of the strangest songs on the record. Like with, with Francis Apartments, like the production is just a little bit like um, further out or something. It's... it's uh, it's a funny song and I remember playing it for my roommate and he's, he was like, what, what, uh, where does this come from? Like, what is your inspiration here? And I was like, man, honestly, I, I don't know. Like it's a, it's a lot of different sounds in that one. Um, but, but that song I'm an alchemist is, uh, the first song on the record. Um, and I think kind of sets the tone in a lot of like, in a kind of cool way. Cause it has like um i don't know just a lot of production moves that are that are interesting to me there's not a lot of real instruments there's no like guitar you know it's strange kind of synth floaty dark like synth pads and this like chill but moving forward kind of drum beat thing and i think that the song like has a lot of themes of uh confusion and like uh, processing um processing like going through maybe a major major life change and not really being too sure what's happening it's like there's there's a a lot more lyrics in that song than probably the rest of the record put together like it's pretty wordy and the pace is fast um which i kind of think is just reflective of like the the mind state that I was in when I was making the track. Like, I think when you go through maybe your first like real grown up breakup, uh, it's a little like I don't know. There there was just like a lot uh, floating around in my head at that time, and I think it all kind of like all kind of just like went into that song. So that's I'm an I'm an alchemist, and. Uh, in similar fashion, I guess, to Still Sleeping and other tunes on the record, there's like, there's distinct styles, like even within the one, two and a half minute song, it's like, you have the first couple verses, which are auto-tuned and like kind of fast, fast lyrics, and then it gets to this chorus and suddenly it breaks and it's just piano, like you lose the auto-tune, there's birds in the background and it's gentle and like the drums drop out and 
then it uh, goes back to the other thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a weird song. Kind of a cool song. I like it. I like it, too. And I also think it's a very cool song. Let's listen to I Am An Alchemist right now. And then when we come back, uh, I want to talk about some of your session works with some of the other bands. Because there's one in particular I'm really stoked to talk about. Minutes take ages and then they're gone Goodbye to the places, goodbye to the spaces We shared a home and I really hope that you do get everything that you want I'll leave and I hate it, I'll leave and I hate it, I'll leave and I hate it We never yell cause we never fight for real You're a pacifist, I'm a masochist and I won't take the time to heal You're passionate but my passiveness was the catalyst The analysis is unanimous, it's no accident The antagonist, I'm an alchemist, turn a love to unhappiness Ah. Uh, makes us cry And I'm still not sure what happened It's like there's a gap in my memory I know I was manic and I wasn't who I thought I would be If I had known then that you were everything I really want Would I stay and be honest? Could I finally be honest? Would I be honest? Call you when I'm drunk, call you when I'm stoned to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for tuning into background noise as always i'm super stoked to be here we're sitting down with francis ray we just listened to i am an alchemist from his debut ep aquarius i just i really love the vibe of this album it's just it's so chill I know it's a little sad because it's a little breakupy, but it's also just really good, and I love the production on it. Um, but I want to talk about some of your other session stuff a little bit because you sent me some songs. Uh, one in particular that I was super stoked that you sent me was Friends on the Internet by Chris Ulrich uh, because I've 
had that one in my playlist for a really long time. And I didn't know you played the keys on that. So that's super cool. That's so funny. That's awesome. Why don't you tell me a little bit about working with Chris and uh, playing keys for that one? Sure. That that one was like a, a bit of a funny um, collaboration because it took part like, or we took part in it super independently. I feel like, like a lot of the music that was made in, you know, 2020. Um, I, I worked on it like at home, uh, by myself. Um, but kind of, kind of right around the same time that I was like, that I was making my record probably within a couple days of like starting, I'm an, I'm an alchemist. Uh, Chris had sent me this song friends on the internet. Um, I don't remember why he didn't ask me to play on it. I think he was just showing me something cool that he made. Uh, but he, he texted me like an earlier version of that tune and it was basically already done. Like it sounded just as good as the version that like you hear on Spotify today. Like he had, he had done it and produced the track and everything. Um, but it was like one of my favorite things that I heard had heard in, uh, in a long time. I was, felt so inspired and, I just kept listening to it and then kind of like unsolicited by Chris uh, added a bunch of my own stuff to it because I just felt like I heard other things on the song and I had so much time on on my hands at the time. Um, So I I added like, you know, 10 or 12 keyboard tracks and little synth background things, just layers, just like the same type of stuff that is interesting to me in my own production there's like some a few key like piano moments um and like a few a few synth things a couple like vocoder computery background like robot vocals that you hear in the song and then i sent my version back to chris and it's like hey man like sorry if uh if i if i ruined your song or anything uh i i just couldn't help it like i felt like i heard this stuff and i wanted to send you um what i had in mind and uh Luckily, Chris really liked it. Uh, wasn't hurt that I decided to play all over his own his own music and uh, kept everything like it all made it onto the record. And then uh, we ended up working together uh, on a few more tunes that he's starting to put out now. So it was pretty fun. Hey, that's super cool. And now we know to keep an eye on Chris Elridge because he'll be coming out with more music too. And that's dope. Definitely. Yeah, he's got an album coming out. Uh, I'm not sure when. Probably any week now. Ooh, I like it. Awesome. Thank you. Um, another song that you sent me that I think I've heard somewhere, but admittedly it's not in a playlist, um, was Field Guide, Tupperware. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about your work with Field Guide? Sure. Uh, me and Field Guide, um, uh, Dylan is his name. Both grew up in a city a couple hours west of where we live now. We're both from Brandon, Manitoba, originally. Um, so I've known Dylan since I was like 13 or 14 uh, and uh, was always like super inspired by his music making growing up. And uh, now we both live here in Winnipeg. And um, Field Guide is like his his artist project that he's been the moniker he's been releasing music under for the last few years. And uh, for the first couple of years of the project, I was um, playing keys in like the live band. And uh, that, which Tupperware is the tune that I sent you? Yeah. Nice. So that's from like a record that 
we also made in 2020, I think, uh, July 2020. And um, it was a super live album. Like we did all the beds, all the keys, drums, bass, maybe a couple of guitar tracks live in uh, in someone's home studio in a in a backyard studio in Winnipeg over the course of like two or three days. And uh, it was a super free recording session. I remember we tried to do one rehearsal and kind of make a plan for what the record was going to feel like and how the songs were going to go. And um, the rehearsal didn't go well, like the songs didn't feel right. And I don't feel like we made a lot of progress. No one was like kind of in the right headspace. And so that was it for rehearsing. And we decided we'd just get together and start tracking the record and, and just let it happen. Uh, and that was way, way more inspired. And uh, then we were on the right track because we spent, spent like a few days, probably played through each song two or three times. And um, this like really spontaneous and I personally think like pretty beautiful playing came out of it. Um, there's some like, really interesting sounds and, and feelings on that record. Um, the keyboards on Tupperware are cool. There's this weird like Wurlitzer electric piano sound where it's going through like a this kind of random modulation pedal that that gives it this like, I don't know, it's just like dark and moody feeling. And then there's some acoustic piano on that song as well, which is really pretty. And yeah, just one of my favorite songs that, that Field Guide has written. Cool. You know, and honestly, some I know personally I really like the spontaneous kind of jammy music. Yeah, it's really inspiring. This this song is uh probably a hundred times more chill and laid back than that, but uh still the spontaneity like adds uh, I think a lot of life to the music. Right on. And another project, were you still involved with the Roman Clark Scared of Everything as well? Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that record also happened in 2020, I guess. Kind of funny that all all three of these songs plus my record are from that time. But I guess that's just what happens where it's like the music comes out a couple years after after you make it or whatever. Um, but yeah, Scared of Everything is uh, this cool, like super high energy track off of Roman's album, Good Person. Um which was one of my favorite recording experiences to date. Uh, kind of up to that point, I had done a lot of a lot of session work, like as a as a piano player, organ player, kind of just coming in and like laying down a, a piano track, and that was basically it. But with Roman's album, Good Person, it was the first time that I kind of uh, had been given an opportunity to stretch out as a producer a little bit. Um, because Roman basically came to me with the album again, in my opinion, like the album was already done. It, he could have put it out like tomorrow and it would have been great. Um, but he Roman's approach to that record was like, Hey, I don't really know what else to do with these. So maybe I'll just send all the tracks to you and, and like whatever you hear, whatever you feel like adding, just like go crazy. And, uh, so we did, um, and I, I basically like went in and was adding 10 or 20 like layers of, again, just keyboard stuff, crazy synths. There's like lots, lots of huge, like exciting synth, synth tones on that record. And then 
just weird stuff too. They'll put in like flutes and strings and um, samples and all kinds of things. It was a really creative time. And I feel like we probably spent about two weeks, like Roman and I were living together at the time and probably spent two weeks just going back and forth, like adding things and, and just making this huge sounding, like really exciting record. It's a, it's some of my favorite music of all time. (laughs) That's awesome. And you know, it's, it's definitely a total vibe check to everything we have played so far today. (laughs) That's for sure. When I was listening to it, like still super into it, but I was like, this is like a polar, almost polar switch to what we've been playing so far. But that's so funny. I never really think of it like that, but that's definitely true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's spin those three songs there. Uh, And then when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about your debut EP. Sweet to the 
to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more thank you so much for tuning into background noise today i'm sitting down with francis ray we just talked about a bunch of his because he is a session musician uh, a bunch of his other projects that he's been involved with what a fun bunch of songs that was uh you're definitely going to want those add those into playlists so i will have that linked in the bio and stuff like that uh make it real easy for everyone to find all of those songs but i want to talk about your debut ep aquarius a little bit more specifically the song your me because that was the only one i think that's not released as a single yeah that's a that's a funny song i really like it i kind of think like i don't know what your impression was but it's definitely like the one of the more one of the most like up-tempo tunes on the record or whatever it, it's kind of driving there's like some electric guitars going and uh towards the end there it's the only tune where like a real rock drum kit comes in and like and it's happening um but yeah i that song like you said what was the only one that didn't come out as a single kind of like i had made this five song record and started just like slowly rolling it out on the internet one two one tune at a time kind of just like as i felt like sharing and and uh i don't know that's just how it happened and then i got to the end and the other four songs had come out and i was i was basically just like ah, i don't like this song anymore actually i think i'm done with this like <laughs> i think maybe your me will never come out and the record will just live as like singles on the internet um and that's basically what happened from like october 2022 Till just now, I I had like, I was just done with it. I was like, time to move on in my musical life. Um, I felt like, like I guess, in pretty normal fashion. I just felt like 
I had moved past the song or whatever. Like it felt like the feelings were old to me and I didn't like my, I didn't like, I don't know. It's just like with time you would go back and do something differently or whatever. Um, and then for, for whatever reason, I, I, I don't even think there really was a reason, but a few months ago I revisited the tune and I was like, Oh wait, like, even if this isn't how I feel today, the song is still how I felt when I was making it. Like it's still, it was still a real part of my like emotional journey and certainly a real part of like the artistic journey. And I just like remembered that the thing that I had made in the first place, what was not four singles, it was like a, it was like an, a record. Um, and so it just felt important again to, to present the five songs, including your me as like a collection, um, in the order that like they're supposed to be in. Um, it just like felt like I had to do that to, to like get some closure on the project or something like that. And so I put the record out before I could change my mind <laughs> again. Uh, it was like, it was like January and it was like, okay, actually Aquarius season is over in two weeks, two and a half weeks. So let's get this album out and, uh, and move on to the next thing. And, uh, again, like no real surprise here, but people like the song. It's like, you know, I, I've received some really nice feedback about it and it's just a good reminder that like, probably you, the artist are not the best critic of your own work. Uh, and, um, yeah, and the song's grown on me again, too. So that's your me. I love that. And you know what? Honestly, I'm so glad you did still put it out and you did put out the album because, honestly, just because the song doesn't resonate with, like, you anymore right now with where, you know, you feel you are, it's going to resonate with somebody else and they're going to listen to that song and they're going to be like, oh, he gets me. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, thanks for saying that. <laughs> yeah. So let's spin. You are me. And then unfortunately you do have to kind of wind down the show, but we are going to leave it with one more song because it's got one more song in the EP that we haven't talked about yet. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Watched your breath smash your first car on the internet. Friday night, put it in park. Barely knew you yet, but sitting in the back, we'd fog up the glass, then we'd count the stars. You moved me to my first place on my own.
to background noise like what you hear follow us on instagram at background noise the show for links to episodes playlists and more we are back thank you so much for sitting down with us today i had so much fun talking to francis ray and just listening to all the just cool vibey tunes he had going there talking about his other projects he's been involved in thank you so much before we go, I do want to talk about one more song. It's the only one off the EP that we haven't talked about. Also, thought it was kind of fitting for the end. It's in the next life. Because we're kind yeah. of at the end, right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song? Sure. Um, in the next life is, uh, like you said, the last track on the record. Um, it's a song that kind of, existed in a couple different ways before it landed in this like final album version the original demo was i would say more in line with the rest of the record sounds like it was a little more electronic there was kind of some more um it's like more production moves and stuff but it was a totally different tempo it had a different melody like um and i hated it and i didn't think anything was ever going to happen with it and then like a year or so later, kind of as I was as I was finishing up this collection of tunes, I revisited the idea and just um, kind of spontaneously like found found this new uh, new feeling for it and wrote a new melody and kind of just like I feel like found a, a musical bed for the song that was like more appropriate for the feeling that I was trying to convey. Um. And yeah, it, it does like kind of have some different things going for it than like the rest of the record. It's it's a lot of acoustic guitars, um, kind of with the same cassette vibe as like Still Sleeping. Um, it's soft and like gentle. I was thinking about uh, about Sufjan Stevens when I was making this this song and his record Carrie and Lowell um because it has just all these beautiful layers of like nylon guitars and stuff like that um which i felt inspired by as i was making it and uh yeah the song is just it's basically i don't know more so than the rest of the record i feel like it's a song of acceptance or something it's like released and moving on and it's it's about like maybe when you when you fail to get the timing right or like when you love someone but they're not they're not for you or something like that um and it's about just like accepting that and uh 
being okay with that and kind of the sentiment of that of that song is like well uh maybe we'll get it right next time <laughs> so that's in the next life and uh yeah i think it's a pretty cool like ethereal sounding tune and um one that i'm really glad to close out the record on right on and honestly i'm super glad to close the show out on this one as well too before we play that though and end it. Is there anything uh, I know we mentioned earlier? Chris Olich will have some music coming out that you played the keys on. But is there anything else uh, we should keep an eye on you for from your own projects, other projects, live shows, stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a there's a ton of music that I've played on as a ses- session musician coming out over the next year and and years. Um, I don't think I can uh, announce anything because. Because none of it is uh, my project, but I, I know that um, Chris has announced his album is is coming out right away. Uh, Field Guide has a record coming out right away. Both of them are on tour together right now uh, in Western Canada. So if you're out there, maybe watch for some dates. Um, uh, I would listen to all of uh, Roman Clark's released music. If I were you, there's an album that came out just a month or two ago called I think it's all a dream um which is really worth a listen and uh yeah I've got I've got some new rec some uh maybe not records but I've got some new tunes coming down the pipe uh you can watch for those in the next couple months and uh yeah I don't know everyone has new music all the time it's exciting um I'm on the internet uh, on Spotify and Instagram at it's Francis Ray so you can follow along there but uh that's basically it. Awesome. And I'll make sure, of course, to link that all in background noise and stuff as well. So if you follow, it'll be really easy to follow Francis. And again, thank you so much for sitting down and sharing your stories and sharing your music. I appreciate it so much. And it was so fun to get to know you. This is In the Next Life. If I could only tell you how I feel Instead of waiting for the green light Instead of looking for a star sign Instead of hoping for the right time I know you see me in your dreams I think you probably kinda like it I know you think I'm kinda quiet I know you think I'm kinda quiet But maybe in the next life you could be mine Maybe in the next life you could be mine Maybe in the next life you could be mine Maybe in the next life you could be mine Maybe in the next life you could be mine Maybe in the next life you could be mine Somebody else is in your But now you're filling up my frame You really occupy my space You really live inside my brain But I can keep it locked away Yeah, I can love you all the same Yeah, I can keep it locked away Bye.
Instead of looking for a star sign Instead of hoping for the right time I know you see me in your dreams I think you probably kinda like it I know you think I'm kinda quiet I know you think I'm kinda quiet It's over. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.